Maybe don't know. Maybe don't know. This time, 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 What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton. Welcome to episode 113 of the Power Company podcast, brought to you by PowerCompanyClimbing.com. Today is the final part, part five, in a series with guest host Drew Mack, where Nate, Drew, and I sit down and discuss the top five red point pitfalls. And just one more time, I want to give a big shout out to Drew Mack and a thank you for number one for sitting down and having this conversation with us so much fun um you're going to be hearing more of drew on the podcast whenever we can make that happen and for number two sending his hardest mid-range moderate recently good job drew yeah well i think i think you should have just done that a little sooner because it leads us in really nicely to number one um which is that a lot of people are projecting in the wrong range Mm -hmm. they're either way too on the easy side of the spectrum where they're trying things they can send really quickly or they're trying things that are way 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 over their head and they're dug in deep at the dark side for years and years and years you know something to that effect It could be any route, frankly. Yeah, there's people think, at every damn crag doing that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, that depends I've a lot been there. on the time that you have, whether you're, you know, sometimes you get in over your head. Uh, sometimes the route's too hard. And sometimes the route's, you know, you're going to do it really quick. Um, mm-hmm. And so finding, you know, that middle range. Yeah. S- something that's... Mid-grade. Are there ways to know? Like, are there ways to understand where the sweet spot is for you and we're talking about projecting here we're not talking about second go sends or you know third attempts or whatever we're looking at something that takes i don't know how do you define a project you two is there is there a sweet zone for a project i've definitely gone over the limit and i've gone under the limit yeah yeah yeah. um You know, this is a funny topic because people get really heated over this. Oh, yeah. Because the project lovers, I've heard people say... I'm okay with other people being wrong. I just made fun of Eric Horst about this, so, you know. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I think you have to find what you're comfortable with. You know, some people are more comfortable spending a lot of days and a lot of tries on one route, and some people are comfortable with... um, I think I'd agree that you find what you're comfortable with, and and then you go the other direction. Staying in the comfort zone. (laughs) <laughs> of course yeah yeah well i mean i think like you want to you want to you want to push the boundaries of yeah. that comfort be yep. uncomfortable uh, yep. try harder than what you think you're possible what is possible for you um but also you know it can be really really e- you can burn out easily if you are really just beating your head against one thing mm-hmm. and so you know i think for me it was easy to kind of progressively have longer and longer projects you know, I did mm. something maybe in a couple of days and then the next one that I chose maybe was a, a little bit more time and mm-hmm. then a little more time. 
And was it was a little bit harder each time? Just stuck. Yeah, so basically exactly. you've stayed exactly the same. You've just climbed harder grades. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and I think what I see most commonly is that people pick things that are too easy for them. Yeah. Um, for just, if I'm making a blanket statement. Depends on like, the area you're in. It definitely depends on the area. Um, oh, for sure. Like in rifle, exact opposite. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, so for instance, I'll throw out Colorado because I work with a lot of people there and, um, you know, they can just go day cragging anywhere. Like they have just a ton of different areas they can climb at. So they go to a new place every single day. They just spend a single day trying something and then move on. Um, and that's, you know, obviously that is like, that's way too low of a range. Like you're not going to get a ton of benefit. Like you will to a degree, but after a certain point, it's like, you can just keep doing the same thing forever. And like, you're not going to get any better from it. Yeah. And I see that kind of with some more beginner climbers, um, that I've worked with who, you know, haven't spent that much time on a route. They pick something that, you know, we kind of want instant gratification. We want that kind of that feel good of clipping chains and, Mm -hmm. Um, kind of that gets back into that comfort zone of like this one's going to take me a little longer um, yep. is quite good. And grades are a great, you know, indicator of that, <clears throat> you know, picking a harder grade uh, can ultimately make you spend more time on a route. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you said something really important, Drew, early on um, that I, initially sort of disagreed with and then we sort of came to an agreement that the comfort level of what your of the range that you're climbing in should be a a gauge for this you know if you're really good at doing the second day or the second try send or the third try send then dig into something a little longer Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're really good at three-year projects try to find something a little shorter and see how you do on it if you can turn, you know, if you're three-year projecting 12D and you can turn a 12B also into a three-year project, then there's a problem there, you know, and that's something that you should discover, something that you should explore. Because you don't have that many years. <laughs> and along with that, I got well, all the years, you know, Nate. the comfort is also, you know, being within a, a certain style as well mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is something that, you know, like if you're just comfortable with steep jugs yeah style has a range as well style has a range here. as well yeah. yeah i mean there's there's a reason smith rock is empty <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason i haven't been there yeah yeah and it's you know it, it's not necessarily because it's not good or not important mm-hmm. because I, I actually think it is important i mean it was you know to reference back to your podcast that we did earlier drew that was on your list that yeah. that jstar gave you um I do think it's important to learn those styles. It's just not the popular thing. It's not easy to climb there. Yeah, and that kind of comes into where, you know, my list of other like 510s, 511s, 512s, and 513s that we did, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of important routes to do in the red. And those aren't just routes that everybody's done and they're the most classic, but they may be the ones that help you improve as a rock climber the most. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's important. Like... I mean, I think, and that's when we talk about range, like it's worth going beyond just, okay, I've climbed 14A. I need to find a 14B or something like that. It's like, 
man, there are 13 Bs that are still really hard. Like, it's like, okay, this is like a one move climb on monos. Like, that's going to be very difficult, even though like this, as far as numerically, is not like something that's very challenging for me. Like, it's something that I still need to do. Um, so that's I, thought she, I thought she was about to pass out those vines to everybody, but really she just has a handful of eight of them she's going to eat by herself. She gave one to jo- two to Johnny and one to Drew and then walked away with the rest. That did happen. <laughs> Cold. Yeah, I think, you know, I think a lot of times it's important to gain other perspectives, and, and that can also be within, you know, maybe switching the discipline even of of your project that can like teach you something else whether it's doing more boulders or maybe trying to try to climb or slabs and beataboo slabs no yeah (laughs) never again so chris you talked on a good point like how do you find a good range i think that's really important to know i think that you have to check your own comfort level i think that's really what it comes down to if you're like this is my jam then you need to move out of that range mm-hmm. um, just a little bit. I wouldn't take it too far. You know, if you're, if you're only comfortable in the three or four attempt zone, I wouldn't immediately jump into a two-year project. Woof. Um, and this is something yeah. I see in the gym a lot is people who just go and do the same kind of style and the same yeah. kind of grade all the time. Yep. And, I, and, and, and it's so easy to get out of that mode in the gym because there's so much to do Yeah, yeah. of all grade ranges and, and styles. It's if you're uncomfortable with steep caves, don't just spend the whole day in a steep cave. Maybe just try once and then the next time try twice. Yeah. And you know, you can, you can build with changing your perspective. It doesn't have to be something that happens all at once. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. And I think you have to take that to the outs, the, the outdoors, just the same, you know, and across, across all of those lines, these parameters, it has to be done that way with grade. It has to be done that way with style. It has to be done that way with discipline I think all of these things you have to just slowly push that comfort bubble a little bigger and a little bigger until you're comfortable in all the zones of projecting from on-siting to, you know, multi-year mega proj. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nate's just pushing against it. He doesn't want it. I don't like multi-year mega projects. Um but I think it's you like, have not reached your limit. I will be there. <clears throat> I don't. You're capable of a lot more than mm-hmm. you've done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're fired. I'm, uh, <laughs> you can't just keep saying that to everyone. <laughs> That's my new just thing. Just because Lana's here. I'm just, I'm just firing everyone now. I've um, never been fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I've never worked, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there a time when it's important to stay in one range? Like, are there any situations where it's just, you'd be like, hey, like, don't branch out. <laughs> I think you can, I think, I think it's important to solidify your base. I think, I think it's important, especially in plateaus. Uh, people want to beat their head on something. But I think at that point, maybe it is better to do more of easier and less of more, kind of whatever that saying is, kind of thing, words. You just really confused me, Drew. Yeah, that was. That was At first, saying. I was going to be like, "Wow, you're really smart." And <laughs> now I don't know what the hell you just said. Quick, let's take the credit. <laughs> so what I think he was saying was, <clears throat> "Yeah, no, I totally yeah, agree." I mean, you know, um, is, is sometimes if if you're trying to break into twelve A, maybe it's best that you do more eleven Bs and Cs 
And yeah. if you, if you're really whether struggling mentally with a project or mm-hmm. you know whatever the case may be, um, yeah, yeah I think if up. you see yourself hitting that wall that we talked about earlier, um, where you know your links are expiring or whatever it might be, that your performance is sliding downward, then it's time to go back to the areas that you feel like you've already solidified and just do more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. So is that what you would recommend? Let's say there's someone who feels like they've just been like plateaued mm-hmm. at, you know, mid 513, they can do it after a handful of days, but if they try anything harder, it's, it seems heinous for them. Um, and they feel like they've been stuck there for years. So we'll we switch that to a 511. Sure. Yeah, let's switch yeah. to 5.11. So someone tries 5.11, takes them a handful of days. They've been stuck at that situation for years. Yeah. I would first want to know what it is about trying the harder routes that stops them. Mm-hmm. I would want to dig into that process. Mm-hmm. Are, are they just turning back? Um, did they just get frustrated and quit? Are they digging into the tactics of it? Are they changing tactics? Are they trying different things or are they just banging their head against the wall over and over and over like where's where's the breakdown that's not letting not allowing that progression to happen that's what i would try to figure out first i think more times than not i see that with being comfortable in one range um Mm -hmm. and then you get stuck in that range that's a good point drew yeah yeah and i think that especially if it's like Let's take the red, for example, because we're all so familiar with the red. More more than that, I'm just really familiar with the red, and you guys are going to have to deal with that. Um, just playing the hits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not as familiar with every other place. Um, but let's say someone's really good at, you know, overhanging, juggy climbing, but their ultimate project is to do... Um, Rochambeau. Hakuna Matata. Switch those up wow. real quick. Polar opposites. <laughs> Go ahead. Swing and a miss. Say they really want to do Hakuna Matata, Jinx, not. but they came up in the red climbing overhanging juggy climbs. Yep. Um, they might be able to do every overhanging 11D mm. in the red, mm-hmm. but A Hakuna Matata bit. is going to feel impossible to them. Yeah. So staying in the same grade range, but switching styles becomes really important at that point and you need to drop the grade a little bit over your project level maybe Mm -hmm. down to 11b 11c learn to climb that vertical stuff yeah exactly before you get back to hakuna matata i was just having this discussion with someone i work with the other day and that they have a very great pyramid of identical rock climbs right more or less like Mm -hmm. like, i've done a bunch of 12a bunch of 12b decent number of c and a couple d's but if you look, it's like they're all at the Red River Gorge, all almost the exact same style. And like in the red, for anyone who hasn't been there. Are you there, talking about my pyramid? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> no, you've actually done a great job of climbing bouldery things more recently. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if you're fit enough to do an endurance 13A in the red, you can probably do 60% of the 13As fairly quickly in the red because they're all fitness-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you build a wide pyramid, they, you can have a wide grade pyramid, but have a very narrow, um, style, pyramid. style pyramid. Thank you, Drew. Yeah. Got you. Um, so I think that's something worth keeping in mind is like, 
you know, you can just look at your 8A scorecard because we all have them um, and be like, oh man, I've got a bitch in pyramid. It's super wide. Um, but if you actually look, it's like, oh, actually these are all just like crimp faces and I don't have, like, I'm not actually that good at like steep overhangs or like all of these are like super short bouldery routes or monstrous endurance routes that I can just drop knee my, or knee bar my way through. Um, so I think the style specificity is really important to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Totally. You need a job, Drew. I'm just going to fire Nate and you can have a job because you said that really succinctly and then Nate just drew it out forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, were you talking? I was just waiting for my next turn to speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a good place to any good a place as any wow that was really hard to say <laughs> that's a good a place as any to wrap things up we've been going for like an hour and a half at this point so we want to do we want to relist just the top five real quick we should definitely talk about what those are yep okay let's just list them out go for it so number five trying to send too early or too late number four being closed-minded with bad beta number three not working the correct links or not working to do good links. Number two is spending too much time on a project or spending too much time projecting. And lastly is working in the wrong range, whether this is grade or by style. Yep. So you said that really nicely. You're hired again. Yes. <laughs> Drew, sorry. <clears throat> Peace. All right. Um, Drew, where can people find you online? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, DrewMax5. Uh, yeah, D-R-U-M-A-C-K. Bye. And are you on the Facebooks? Too? Yeah, you can go you go see me there. I got a new website coming. Lots of lots of new things. What's your website gonna be, do you know? Uh we'll wait. Okay. We don't we don't quite know what it is yet, so don't just go straight to DrewMac.com. That could be a point. It's a truck website I've looked. <laughs> it's a truck website. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so don't go to DrewMac.com because that's a truck Unless website. you need to rent a truck. Yeah, if you're not interested Mac in trucks, trucks. But yeah. Yeah, go do it. But that's funny that they're not Mac trucks. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird, weird yeah, thing. But um, you can definitely find us as well on the Instagrams and on the Facebooks and on the Pinterest website, whatever happens over there, at Power Company Climbing. Uh, you can find us at powercompanyclimbing.com, including all of our training programs, ebooks, proven proven plans, custom plans, uh, and this podcast. And you on should, the Patreon. You should be sharing this podcast with all of your friends and checking out the Patreon. We've got, I think we're up to like 30-some episodes over there as well. Nice. So check that out. Um, you can shout about us all day long on the Twitter if you would like to. Uh, but you will not find us on the Twitters because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles.